So here's a riddle. What do brands like Salesforce, Nike, and Apple have in common with England's most historic royal families? Well, aside from hype, money, and name recognition, what's the common thread? Do you give up? They're all household brands. They all share a distinguished organizational brand name that stamps its reputation on every product they put out, or in the case of the Windsors, on every family member. When we think about branding individual products versus branding an organization, the household brand concept makes a lot of sense. Whether they're putting out a new pair of basketball shoes, a line of athletic shorts, or an app that can track your biometrics while you work out, all of Nike's products are clearly Nike. They all exude Nike's core value, Nike's style, and its slogan, just do it. In other words, strong organizational brands carry a lot of weight and all of their individual products reflect that distinct identity. Of course, Nike, Apple, and even Disney are not indestructible. If one of those individual products breaks the trust and consistency that they've built with their audience, then that brand starts to suffer. Understandably. Because while product and organization branding are each different animals, they're also joined at the hip. Last month, I talked about product branding. One big takeaway was that product branding, and for that matter, most marketing strategy, begins with knowing your audience and the relationship that they have with your brand. But what if you're building an organizational brand, a household name like Salesforce that will one day house a number of different products and services? In that case, your branding endeavor should actually start with yourself. That is, with your organization. Bear with me for a minute. I'm not saying your audience or your customers are completely out of the picture. What I am suggesting is that developing a brand for your organization starts with thinking about yourself, just like you'd think about the audience that you're trying to reach. Just like you'd examine your audience's needs, history, location, character traits, and values if you were marketing a product, examine those same things in your organization. I say that because knowing yourself is the basis for building a truthful, authentic brand identity that actually resonates. Anything else is just a pitfall. And at some point, people will see right through it. Building a strong organizational brand requires the foundation of a true identity, a clear purpose, and a vision for making one corner of the world a better place. So if you haven't put the work in, if you haven't nailed those things down and communicated them to your team, it might be time to go back to square one. If your goal is building an organizational brand that will engage your target audience and transfer its reputation identity to all those products and services, then just like Nike or Apple, you've got to put the work in. Assuming you've done that and that you're on your way to becoming a recognizable household brand, there's a few things you should know about branding an organization that offers business to business services. Again, and to circle back to a huge aspect of product branding, this is where your company's identity, values, and truthful, truthfully crafted brand personality build relationships with an audience. In the B2B sector, customers need services for a variety of reasons. If you think of an accounting firm, people hire them for a number of different reasons. A small business might need tax filings, but a larger business might hire an accounting firm to do their taxes or track their day-to-day -day finances or even consult with them on big decisions the conversation might start with taxes and then move to, hey, our bookkeeper is just not cutting it. Can you do some bookkeeping for us and fine tune the process? And so on. 
We begin to see why B2B brands offer different services or even bundle services into different packages. When a new situation opens up to help someone with another problem, having that solution ready and having it stamped with the household brand helps customers understand exactly what they're getting. While each service has its own identity, it stands within that larger brand identity and customers trust them because they trust the organization brand and its reputation. This doesn't mean companies shouldn't use target personas or specific strategies to market their products. If you're an accounting firm specializing in corporate finance, you'll probably know how a CEO wants to be approached about a solution to his tax issues. Or if you're in the business of helping car dealerships, you'll know what's on the mind of the guy managing the lot and how he wants to be approached. But even if you've got a service tailored to CEOs and another tailored to car dealers, those solutions should look, sound, and feel like they're part of the same family. The tone, voice, and marketing strategy for each one will be aligned with the household brand's purpose and values. And people will see that a mile away. The same should go for that newest product or service that you're getting ready to offer. Unless that new product is different enough to warrant its own brand identity, and if that's the case, keeping it under your household brand would probably confuse your audience, it should fit within your brand's larger story. If your organizational brand is truthful and clearly understood, the new product should make your customer say something like, yeah, that makes sense. I understand why you guys offer that. On the opposite side, if a product is wildly different and confusing for your audience, Ask yourself, how is this product going to change people's perceptions of my overall brand, and by extension, all of my other products? In most cases, new products and services should cohere with everything else. They should even strengthen your brand's image and reputation and remind people why you're remarkable. To wrap this up, product branding starts with the audience. But branding an entire organization that will house many products in its lifetime should start with yourself, your values, your history, your purpose and reason for existing. The way in which your products and services fit into a vision of making a small corner of the world a better place. In other words, start with what's remarkable and always consider the relationship your overall brand and individual products are building within your audience. That's all for this episode. But for more resources on discovering your remarkable identity and building a brand that resonates, give us a shout. Or check out my book, You Are Remarkable, available on Amazon.com. And don't forget, you are remarkable.